0: SECTION 17 OF WORD PORTRAITS OF FAMOUS WRITERS This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia WORD PORTRAITS OF FAMOUS WRITERS Edited by Mabel E. Watton GEORGE LORD BYRON 1788-1824 to from moore's life of byron among the impressions which this meeting left upon me what i chiefly remember to have remarked was the nobleness of his air his beauty the gentleness of his voice and manners and what was naturally not the least attraction his marked kindness to myself being in mourning for his mother the color as well of his dress as of his glossy curling and picturesque hair gave more effect to the pure spiritual paleness of his features in the expression of which when he spoke there was a perpetual play of lively thought though melancholy was their habitual character when in repose eighteen eleven from george tickner's life i called on lord byron to-day with an introduction from mr gifford here again my anticipations were mistaken instead of being deformed as i had heard he is remarkably well built with the exception of his feet instead of having a thin and rather sharp and anxious face as he has in his pictures it is round open and smiling his eyes are light and not black his air easy and careless not forward and striking and i found his manners affable and gentle the tones of his voice low and conciliating his conversation gay Pleasant and interesting in an uncommon degree. 1815. From Moore's Life of Byron. It would be to little purpose to dwell upon the mere beauty of a countenance in which the expression of an extraordinary mind was so conspicuous. What serenity was seated on the forehead, adorned with the finest chestnut hair, light, curling, and disposed with such art that the art was hidden in the imitation of most pleasing nature what varied expression in his eyes they were of the azure color of the heavens from which they seemed to derive their origin his teeth in form in color in transparency resembled pearls but his cheeks were too delicately tinged with the hue of the pale rose his neck which he was in the habit of keeping uncovered as much as the usages of society permitted seemed to have been formed in a mould and was very white his hands were as beautiful as if they had been the works of art his figure left nothing to be desired particularly by those who found rather a grace than a defect in a certain light and gentle undulation of the person when he entered a room and of which he hardly felt tempted to inquire the cause indeed it was hardly perceptible the clothes he wore was so long His face appeared tranquil, like the ocean on a fine spring morning, but like it, in an instant became changed into the tempestuous and terrible. If a passion, a passion, did I say, a thought, a word, occurred to disturb his mind, his eyes then lost all their sweetness and sparkled so that it became difficult to look on them. Eighteen nineteen. End of section seventeen.